Hello, it is Ray Franklin. It's been a while since I've done a new episode, new podcast of Emplainsman Abroad. And it's just been just a long time since I felt like sitting in this car and just opening my mouth and just talking to you all. So I'm glad to be here with you guys this evening here in the United States of America, where I discuss the culture at large of a life here in the United States of America as a plainsman. So I just thank you. Thank you for listening to all my listeners out there, the three of you, the four of you. I don't have a lot of listeners, but I appreciate the listeners that I have. So let's get started. All right. Tonight's show, this evening's show, is one I've been thinking about for a while. Uh, it is about abortion and what, why really I don't care about the issue of abortion. Now, abortion, me being a Republican, me being a Bible thumper, you know, that's one of our big issues here in the United States. We run around and we champion pro-life, pro-life, pro-life. Um, Church I-10 participates in rallies and you know, prayer visuals. And, and my pastor is hardcore pro-life and my church is hardcore pro-life, as they should be. You know, Christians, you know, according to our doctrine, uh, according to Christian doctrine, uh, abortion is a sin. And because of that, a lot of Christians around the world and here in the United States are really pro what we call the United States pro-life. So pro-life means that you believe abortion is wrong in every case, uh, including incest, including sexual assault. Uh, life of the mother really don't consider that abortion. We say that a medical necessary procedure. Some do, uh, some don't. I think that's even a view even too extreme for us in the pro-life movement. But uh, whether it's a minor female that was abused by a relative or kidnapped by some sick stranger and got pregnant uh, or somebody out there tipping around in the life and got pregnant. Uh, the reality is we view that all life, all quote unquote potential life has value with God and with man and should be treated as such that the quote unquote baby or babies are innocent and should not be held to any standard of termination uh, because of quote unquote convenience. So that is the pro-life view. That's not my view because I'm not pro-life nor am I pro-choice. I'm pro-leaving people the heck alone. I'll explain that later. Pro-choice, on the other hand, is you believe that abortion is a right. That is a constitutional right guaranteed by the decision Roe versus Wade back in the 1970s. And that because abortion is a medical procedure to terminate not a life, but potential life. Because every day there are miscarriages, there are stillborns. Uh, those things that happen every single day. There's issues with a mother where, you know, something goes wrong according to nature and the pregnancy is terminated by the hands of nature. And so because of that, you know, us doing medical procedures to end in a case of if a minor female is raped uh, or a, a person is a victim of sexual assault or has an unwanted pregnancy, bringing an unwanted child into a world where it would suffer greatly in systems and bigotry in oppression that is better to terminate that child of that pregnancy. Uh, the convenience isn't like convenience going to the, a closest pharmacist that's closer to you rather than one that's farther away. The convenience is one of necessary life altering. And we consider that pro-choice. And we have a lot of pro-choice people here who believe, and even some Christians are pro-choice. And the SBC, the Southern Baptist Convention, believe it or not, was pro-choice up until the late 1970s, so uh, early 80s. So it did become a real hot button issue for Christians. Really, I mean, it, there's some writings and stuff, but really to the point where until the 1980s with Jerry Falwell and the Moore majority and, 
you know, the big move, you know, big way. And so we all voted Republican. Why? Because Republicans are pro-life and Democrats can't vote for living in because they support abortion. So it, it, it really, that type of mentality has infected, uh, it, I say infected uh, American Christianity. Again, both political parties are out for themselves. Both political parties don't care about Christians. All they care about is votes and power and votes keep them in power. And that's what they care about. I'm a Republican. We care about winning elections. The Democrats care about winning elections. And that's true. Your goal of your political party is to win elections. The goal of politicians is to first to get elected. Secondly, to get reelected. <laughs> or if you aspire to a higher position, to get elected again. The goal of politicians is to win elections. The goal of political parties is to win elections. And that's what, why the Republican Party and the Democrat Party exist in the United States. They don't exist for any other reason than that. To win elections. If you're not winning elections, you're not some policy, you're not in power, you can't stir the ship. And that's the truth. So, again, when it comes to the abortion issue, my personal viewpoint is it's none of my business. That if you want to have an abortion, that should be between you, the people in your sphere. And by sphere, you know, S-P-H-E-R-E, sorry about that. Uh, people in your sphere, it, it is <laughs> butchering it with my Detroit accent, huh? Spear, spear, spear. Not spear, but spear. Like a ball, you know, like the earth is a spear. So not a spear, like you're going to throw it at somebody, a pointy end, but, you know, round ball. But people in your life, the intimate people, the people who matter to you and, and, and your medical team, that's who it, it should make the decision, you know. So the Supreme Court recent decision, five, four, six, three, whatever it was, you have finally have a bunch of pro-lifers on the Supreme Court, and they didn't even really hear the case before them about whether the Mississippi law was whether valid or not. Uh, and they just you know, threw out Roe and just threw it out and sent everything to chaos. And now we have a chaos system like we had under segregation. Under segregation, for example, in certain states, a black man could marry a white woman. Other states, they couldn't. So, hey, we're married here in Maine. Yay, we're not married in Alabama. What? Because Alabama, we don't view black and white people as being equal. We view as misogynist and whatever the name is, base myths and mongrel, all the, the hateful stuff. But you understood black people had different rights in the United States depending on which state they resided in. And America existed like that for a long time until the Civil Rights Act, until the Voting Rights Act, and until Brown versus Board of Education. Those that sit in Loving versus Virginia, those type of things really changed the way black people are treated in this country. And that you cannot have me having full citizenship in state A and then be, re be relegated to second class citizenship in state B only because the state, how the st it was based on how the state viewed me when the nation, by federal law, since the uh, 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, should have viewed me as a full citizen and a full rights of citizens in this country. But it didn't. So the chaos we had in America then we have now again. And this time is with women. Because, again, this is about what, what does it come down to? The system telling women what to do with their bodies. And that's what it is. You know, the women are, you know, babies are in mothers. And mothers have life in them. And the baby, the children inside depend on the mother. And that, that is the person that usually in our society, especially... With the number of derelict dads out there we have in our society, a lot of derelict dads. Some are rich, some are poor, some are middle class. But with the number of derelict dads we have out there, and we have some derelict moms too, but more often than not, I've seen in my life, it's the dads that always get to step in, the, the women get left holding the child. So because of that, 
situation. It, uh, you know, this is an issue about women in control. It's about declining birth rates among white children. Uh, there's a declining birth rate among whites and other ethnic groups in this country. And I think one thing that motivates, you know, the six, four, five, whatever, five, four, six, three, whatever, Supreme Court people who voted to overturn Roe, even though Roe wasn't on the ballot or even a part of the judging decision before them, shows you how egregious the decision was by the Supreme Court. Uh, and also, too, guys, the Supreme Court judges, federal judges, I respect judges that deserve respect. If you're not a crooked judge, if you're an honest judge, you have integrity. I respect you. I respect your position. But I don't have to agree with it. I don't agree with the Supreme Court decision because they sent the nation into chaos. Where in some states, kill the baby until before it can walk. Other states, if you even look at, you know, even think about getting pregnant, you're better uh, that kids are protected, even though it's just in your mind. I mean, extremes. Extremes in one state, literally, hey, you know, third trimester, you know, not some state stuff, but, you know, in some states, you know, Abortion, we believe in a very liberal abortion policy. In other states, no abortion. So, and then states who have, don't have abortion won't allow their citizens, which sounds very stupid, to go to other states and have abortions. If they do, they could be criminally prosecuted, which sounds completely absurd. So, because again, it's like if you, like some states in the, in the United States have legal marijuana, other states don't. Florida, we don't have legal recreational marijuana, uh, Arizona does. So, therefore, someone who's a Florida resident goes to Arizona, goes to Nevada, goes to California, the states where recreational use of marijuana are legal, and they smoke up, is the state going to charge and get back for pot use? Say, hey, you got high out in Las Vegas. You're like, so what? Not high now. You know, but we're, we don't want our citizens smoking mar recreational marijuana in any state, anywhere on the planet. It, it, it's nuts. But that's the way we, we, they're doing with abortion. Again. I come to you as a Bible thumper. I believe abortion, according to our faith, is for us who are Christians. I know people listening who are atheists. I appreciate people who are atheists, agnostic, who don't give a care about religion. I appreciate because this is not a religious podcast. This is not a religious podcast. It's not a Bible podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about the culture at large. These are my opinions. They're not the opinions of my pastor. They're not the opinion of my church. They're not the opinion of anyone other than me. And that's what I represent. That's why I don't, I don't put anyone, even my church's name in this one or my pastor's name in this one, and he, he's a listener. But this is just my view. My view is it, as a society, is about controlling women. It's about controlling women's lives and controlling who they, what they can and can't do. It relegates women to being second-class citizens and then now you have where people talk contraception. Like, what do you mean contraception? Yeah, you're a sinner if you wear condoms. I'm like, I don't agree with that, brother. Like for me, I 100% do not believe what my Bible thumper knowledge, contraception isn't a sin. It isn't. You want to use condoms, you want to use the birth control pill, you want to use contraception that, you know, not sin. Not. Now, some Christians, extreme Christians believe it is. They believe you can't. I remember one time in college, me got into a, a debate over birth control pills. One guy said, you're in sin if, if you use birth control pills. I'm like, what? And we got into it with him. Like, you know, and it, of course, it became, I know the, one of those idiotic, I know the Bible better than you do things that nobody wins in the end and nobody listened to in the end. And the guy who was telling us we're all going to hell for, you know, you know if we were married, 
and, and, and wanted to use condoms or married and wanted to use birth control, we were all going to hell. I mean, you know, God was going to, I mean, just complete lunacy. But there are some Christians who hold to that lunacy. It's my opinion, it's lunacy. But there are Christians out there who believe I'm in sin because they eat meat. Well, Adam and Eve were, they ate things that grew of the earth before the fall. They ate fruit. They ate veggies. They ate nuts, things that grew from the earth, it says. Yeah, they did, but it fell. And we're good to eat meat. Jesus ate meat. Jesus ate fish. So that's all in the Bible. He didn't sin. We know that. Christians, faith, Bible thumpers. So Jesus can eat fish. Guess what? I'm eating a hamburger. Have a nice day. So, again, but they're, they're extreme. So I'm, I'm trying to get across to not my non-Christian listeners. There's a stream, even within Christianity, there are these debates. And there are extreme views. And again, as I said before, gas, you know, gas, people who have all the gasoline on the fire, people who throw bombs, they make all the money, they get all the noise. If you want to be a bomb thrower, you're going to get paid. For example, I'm not a bomb thrower. I have four or five listeners of podcasts. If I was on here going hardcore alt-right, hardcore alt-left, I guarantee I would have way more than five listeners. Because it's easy to do. It's easy to sell out and to become a bomb-throwing grifter, which dominates, dominates the media right now. I, I, I was following a gentleman who has a conservative radio show. And I, I used to listen to him years ago when he worked for Glenn Beck. So I won't say the person's name, but he used to work for Glenn Beck years ago. And he was sensible. He was a sensible conservative. I agree with a lot of his opinions. And I was like, okay, this guy, so now he's a bomb thrower. He's on the radio every single day. He's got making more money than he's ever made. He's on television way more than he ever used to be. But he's throwing bombs. He's throwing bombs. And, and you know what? He's making more money. He has more influence. You know, when he was a sensible person who sat down and challenged people who lied, he didn't make any money. Couldn't make ends meet. Now he's got big checks rolling in. Now he's getting invited to those parties. Now he has a name. His profile is high. Why? Because he's throwing bombs now. He's throwing bombs now. And, 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 and I realize that's how you get things done now. You want to be on the big stations? Alt left too. Alt left. There are people who are sensible. I used to listen to who were sensible. Sensible people who had legitimate criticisms of Republican and conservative and moderate positions. Who were sensible on the left. Now, uh-uh, bomb throwers. Now they say things, you're like, what? You know, I, I listen to people, I won't say what, what organization they belong to. But I was really on board with them until they became, if you vote for Republican, you're evil. Like, what? Aren't you guys former Republicans? Yeah. But now the party is completely nuts. So if you vote for any Republican, you're evil. So if I vote for Adam Kinzinger, who I agree with on a lot of stuff, I'm evil? Yeah. But you know, Adam Kinzinger makes common sense. Yeah, so what? If I vote for Larry Hogan of Maryland, Governor Hogan. Let not Hogan, brother. But uh, Larry Hogan of Maryland. Who's term limited out? Very popular governor. He's a Republican governor of a blue state, state that's blue, blue, blue. And that's like having a Democrat governor in Alabama. He is sensible. I could see myself voting for Larry. Yeah, you're wrong. Why? Because he's a Republican, and any vote for any Republican is wrong. That's an alt left bomb throwing position. But then still, those people they they got radio shows. Their profile's higher than mine. They make way more money than I do. And they're going to be on the big major networks tomorrow. And this week coming up. Because when it comes to those issues of abortion, it's been taken over by the bomb throwers. It's been taken over by the loudest people in the room. You go to a, a, a abortion a rally, it's the people with the screaming signs. 
Everybody's trying to out-scream each other, out-shout each other, outdo each other. Why? Because they only care about um, the, the, the end, winning. Because again, as I said before, America, we have one God, success. In America, we worship the God of success, period. If you're successful in America, we let you get away with anything. If you're a failure in America, you can't get away with nothing. It's like it says in the was it Proverbs, the rich has many people who want to be his neighbor, but the poor has no one to call even his friend. Because we worship as humans, we, even though that was written 3,000 years ago, we worship the God. Human beings always have worshipped the God of success. We follow leaders who are successful. Nobody wants to follow someone who isn't successful. We follow people who are successful or who we believe are going to become successful. Because that's the way human beings are wired. And that's the way human beings are. So when you look at these things when it comes to abortion, why is it my deal? What's the deal with me? Do I need to know that? Do I need to know who's had an abortion at my church? By the way, a lot of Christian women, as I said before, have had abortions. Should they be criminalized? Should they be locked up? Like, wait a minute. Uh, abortions are legal in this state now. You had one years ago. How about we retroactively charge all the Christian women since we do, you know, hey, mur that murder has no statute of limitations, right? Shouldn't abortions have no statute of limitations? We go around all these women who are pro-life. Oh, I had an abortion. I had an abortion. Okay, start locking them up. Why? Because if abortion is murder, that red rum, to quote Spice, uh, Spice One, the rapper Spice One out of the uh, Oakland area, you know, Hayward area, if if it's that red rum, if it's murder, murder has no statute of limitations in most states. Doesn't have it, I don't think, in my state, Florida. So therefore, if you say abortion is murder and should be prosecuted as such, and they say we get 25 to life, if you have an abort, commit one, then guess what? Everybody in your state who's had an abortion, who's pro-life now, why not retroactively charge them? Oh, that won't happen. No, we, we got to forgive. And, and it was sin and blah, blah, blah. It was legal when it happened and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and I, I erred. I did, I did. No, 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 no. It ain't legal now. How about retroactive? No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We can't retroactively charge that. That violates our Constitution, double jeopardy, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, let me pull out something else out my hat that I know because I'm an attorney. Uh, I'm not an attorney, by the way, but you know what I'm saying. But so let, let me do that. But again, it's prying into people's lives. Why? Why are you prying into people's lives that you don't know their situation? Oh, on the pro-life side, I tell you, we're hypocrites, man. Have that baby. Are you going to raise it? No. Are you going to help them raise it? No. Are you going to fund programs? No. Are you going to do all the things that single mothers need of this unwanted child that puts up for adoption? Are you going to adopt it? Heck no. I'm not adopting any kid. I can't afford to take care of the three I got. Four I got. Eight I got. The one I got. So because of that, you, you know, as, as, I, as, as I say, because of that, you have this thing going on. You have this where you uh, live, you know, in other people's heads, where you live a life where you're pressing on end of people on this issue where you're not being legitimately concerned about. Because, again, it's easy to say, OK, we're pro-life. Yes, let us take care of the, you know, but we're not going to take care of the child. But being pro-life means that. It means that you're going to have a system set up to take care of the child if, if the brother doesn't want it. It means that you're going to have a system to take, to take care of, uh, of raise the child right and it become a productive citizen. You're going to put the resources out there. But no, they're not. Because it's not about that. It's about winning. It's about let's get these birth rates up here for American citizens who are here. Let's get these thing, birth rates going. Let's change the narrative here. Let's, let's get things going. So I ask people all the time who are pro-life, what's the real reason you're pro-life? 
Is, is, is it because, what is it? Is it because of ethnic rates? Is it because, I just want to know. I want to know why. Say it and run. Nah, tell me the real reason why. The Old Testament has 613 sins. We still debate how many the New Testament has. But the Old Testament law had 600. So, you know, you broke one, you were guilty of all 600, violating all 613. So, what, what is the real reason? What's your reason for rallying behind it? And a lot of times you're going to see it's hypocrisy. Because again, just like I said, if you believe it's murder, you believe it should be done away with and it should be prosecuted like any other murder, then why not waive the statute of limitations? Why not start charging people who did it years ago? All these pro-life women who, were, who, who, were, who, you know, who had abortion when it was legal and now say they were wrong, start charging them. Nah, you won't do that. Because you really don't, because that shows me, why should I put, because of them, you see, why should I punish them? Because that's what it's about. If you don't want to raise a child, if you don't want to take care of the child, what are you doing? You're not pro-life. You're pro-control. On the pro-choice side, I don't think you're going to slip either. What's with, what's with having abortions as birth control? What's with, oh, I got, this is my fifth pregnancy, I'm going to, I don't want it, this is my fifth abortion. What's with that? You know where babies come from. You do. It's no stork. There's no left by, by gypsies, as they used to say back in the old days. No offense to any Roma people out there who listen listening. Thank you for listening. But what, but what is the reason? You know where babies come from. We have contraceptive. I'm, I'm a big fan, big supporter of contraception, making contraceptive, contraception excuse me, uh, out there available for everybody. But there's a lot of people out there who aren't victims of sexual abuse, who aren't uh, health issues of the mother. According, again, these are pro-life studies. Majority of, of abortions in America are just for convenience. I don't want another kid. I don't want a kid, period. I understand about choice and body, but you know where babies come from. Man, people know of somebody that I know that I would not tell because they'll know who they are. But I know of a woman that has had multiple abortions. And I just scratched my head, like, how many abortions did you have? And they told me the number. I was just freaking out. Like, you just sent a whole army to the other side. Convenience, every last one. And, and, and the person knew where babies come from. And, and I've read stories of people who had abortions. Well, even married women, like, well, my husband and I had one kid, couldn't afford a second, third, fourth, fifth, so we had three abortions. Like, what? That's not right either. That's not right. Oh, you know, you're prying. Now you're being a hypocrite. No, I'm not being a hypocrite. I'm just saying. Not capping limits. But the reality is, why? The same thing I asked a pro-life person. Why? I asked a person that's had multiple abortions for convenience. You know where babies come from. Why? Why? It's not, not sexual assault. It's not incest. It's not violence. It's not health of the mother. It's not force. And, and then again, Rush Limbaugh used to say that liberals view pregnancy as a disease. And, and some of the pro-choice arguments I've heard on, from the alt-left have viewed it that way. Force pregnant. You know, you are infecting me with babies. It's like, uh, hit under his eye, you know, from 
all, all that's handmade tail is copyright respect registered trademark handmade tail you know respect to the people on there you know to the publisher and the, the people hulu who do the show or whatever handmade stuff but it, it's again it's another extreme view why can't we just look at it as you, you're right now and again still not my business but why you ever sit down and think man i've had five abortions all five, you know, five different times throughout my life. What was the purpose of that? Why, why didn't I use contraception? Why didn't I know where babies come from? Why, why didn't I make wiser decisions to avoid something like this? Because abortion is trauma. It is. The people I've talked to who have the women's mm-hmm. but men don't have them. The women I talked to who have them, trauma. Whether they did it by choice or someone made them do it or they, they had to do it, it's trauma still. It's trauma still. It's trauma still. I, I just think that no one really can get this issue right. Legal, safe, rare is what I say, is what a lot of moderates say. Legal, safe, Accessible, rare, and seems like no, no the, the outright not legal. Period. Don't want it safe. Don't want it accessible. Don't want it at all. Out left, legal, safe, super accessible, and as much as you freaking want it. Burn, 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 crash, burn. So the pro-life side is wrong. The pro-choice side is wrong. My view, legal, safe, accessible, rare. And at the end of the day, it's not my business. And I think we human beings in America have so many blessings and so many other real problems that we could solve. But nah, you know us. Let the poke our nose in other people's business. With the way we are.